and welcome to Midlife Opportunity. Midlife Opportunity is here for you today, not just to see, but in your life as well. Because just because you're watching this and you're a little bit older, you're male, you're probably feeling, is this it? Am I done? It's not. It's the start of things. Right now, the present moment, as the yogis say, is the most important moment. So you have an opportunity in life to be able to do, well, just about anything you want. Think about the experiences you've had in life up until now. Okay, fair enough. You're very young. You were forced, perhaps, to go to school. You had no choice. The law said, hey, go to school, boy. You've got to go. So that wipes out the first 18 or so years of life where you can do 24-7 just about exactly what you want. That, though, educated you, even if you felt, hey, I'm not that good of a person, I'm not smart, it doesn't matter. Something went in there. Our brains are very clever. We have ears, we have eyes, so there's enough knowledge there to use it beneficially for you in the future. But also, of course, all those things went in there. Maybe there were bad teachers there. Maybe there were bad guides there in your youth. Maybe there were bad parents or a bad type of lifestyle. All of that goes into our brain. All of that gets lodged within us. But as an adult, in our 20s and our 30s, that's where we can use this, the goods from the bads. And we can say, hey, this is my life. I'm doing whatever I want to do. And I'm going for it. But maybe you didn't do that in your 20s and 30s. Maybe you said, I got to do this job. It's a government job. Or my parents want me to do this. Or you were living with your parents maybe in your 20s. Or you got into a relationship perhaps that you thought in your 20s or 30s was the best relationship for you, but maybe it didn't work out. In fact, maybe it wasn't in any way what you thought it would be in the first couple of weeks, moments, or months of what was going on. But years go. But they're not gone forever. You have the opportunity, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, you can do it. You can do whatever you want to do. You're here, you're alive. You're breathing, you're seeing, you're seeing, you're hearing, and you're watching this. Know that I will be there for you. You can get in touch with me at midlifeopportunity.show or shoot me an email. Why not? Connor, C-O-N-O-R, one in at docconnor.com. And let's have this conversation. Let's see what I can do for you for free because I want to uplift you. I want you to see these years of your life, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, as being a place for you to get value out of life, being a place where you can do things that perhaps in your 20s, 30s, and even before that, you didn't think you could do that. So get in touch, midlifeopportunity.show or connor at connor.com. Today, we have a great show for you. We have a very upbeat character. His name is Tumo. His email address is within his website, which is tuomocoaching.com. Interesting name, you might think. Yes, it is. And we're going to get to the bottom of what he is, what he's about, what's his coaching all about in a minute. But one thing for certain, what his coaching is all about, is higher performance. Now, this is the thing I'm, I'm an aspect of life I'm fascinated with myself. And if we look back on what I've just said there in a few minutes ago, in our 20s and 30s, we're perhaps performing to a level where essentially our school or maybe our family or maybe our relationship or our friends maybe from teenage times expected us to perform at. 
But as we know, everybody grows up. Everybody has a relationship that perhaps lasts a bit longer. They go and they have children and your good friends move away or we have recessions. We have pandemics, we've seen. And so what happens? Suddenly we have these middle age years where we got to go, well, what do I want out of it all? You know, I can, I can still do that job or I have some skills, but you know, I'm kind of bored. I'm settled and maybe I need a little bit of a, bit of an oomph. So how can we perform then with our ideas in mind? Maybe I want to lose a lot of weight. Maybe I want to travel a bit more. Maybe I want to do something out of the ordinary. A little ability, a little idea I had 20 years ago, maybe when I was a child, and I want to use that right now because I'm alive. I have two legs, I have two arms, and I can do it. And yes, you can. I'm here to tell you you can, but you know inside you you can anyway. You don't need me to tell you that. You need to grasp your midlife opportunity rather than the flip side, which is the crisis. And after this break, here on midlifeopportunity.show on the great ngbn.tv, check out all the other shows there too, on that website, we're going to interview Tuomo. And from there, we'll see exactly how you can get into your highest level of performance. So join us after this break. What do you think you're doing, Kevin? I uh, was just gonna drive home. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, there are several warning signs present that you shouldn't be driving. Like hearing voices? Like your text to emoji ratio? Oh man, the selfies. <laughs> Selfie nailed it. We all have warning signs that let us know that we're probably not okay to drive. Mine is pretending to be your subconscious. Craig, come on man, let's put a ride home. back to Midlife Opportunity, the show where you can flip the whole idea of this midlife crisis on its head. Instead, you can take the opportunity that life has given you right now to be older, wiser, and more aware of what it is, your needs, your wants, and just about what you want to just do in life is. And in order to get you there with regard to thinking about things, we have a brilliant guest today. And Tilmo Van Conan is a performance and lifestyle trainer. Now, very interesting. What is that? We're going to get into the nitty gritty right now. But first, as you can see him on my screen, you'll notice that he's all in the dark. I'm wondering why. Why are you in the dark, Tumo? <laughs> well, that's a, good, uh, that's a good question. Thanks so much, Connor, for the opportunity to be in your show. I'm very glad. I'm actually on, up, in, uh, up in the sort of they call it mezzanine here in French Polynesia, up in my little bungalow here. And still a little dark. It's early morning. It's six o'clock in the morning. So the sun is just about coming up. So, uh, so yeah, this is my little sort of man cave, if you will. But it's a man mezzanine up in the, up in the second level. So, so, yeah, great to be here and fantastic to be, uh, be in your show. Yeah, that's pretty cool because I, initially I thought it was a dungeon. But then I said, hey, how could <laughs> this be a dungeon if there's a chink of light coming through? But you know what? A lot of people perhaps are coming into this mindset of a chink of life with regard to the, the darkness maybe of the last couple of years. So this conversation is going to be really interesting. And just uh, ironically enough, it's coming up to 6 p.m. in the evening where I am. So we're both different parts of the world. So it's going to be really, really interesting. Let's have a bit of fun to begin with, all right? I'm looking forward to this. You look like a sharp, fit gentleman. So with that in mind, I'm going to ask you 
to do a midlife minute, just as a bit of a warm-up with regard to having a bit of fun, loosening it up, all right? So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I'm going to put on my mind track, such. And the first question is, name two of the 12 rules of life from Jordan Peterson. Uh, two of the 12 rules from uh, stand up with your shoulders straight. I think there was something else to it as well. I think that was the first or the second one. And actually, I've read the book halfway since some time ago. What was the other one? Uh, he put me on the spot. I'm, I'm forgetting the other ones. That's but that was at least stand up <laughs> with your shoulders straight. I think that's the first one. So maybe that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. We'll come back to you. What is, by the way, 8 multiplied by 6? 48. Not so bad, not too shabby at all. Can you spell your full name backwards? Go. N-E-N-O-K-U-H-U-A-V-O-M-O-U-T. I think that is the best effort so far that we've had on this show in the last opportunity. <laughs> I'm going to give you a gold star. Before I do, I'm just going to ask you, what is the meaning of your name, your, your name, Tomo, exactly? It's really interesting. Um, the, the, there's, no, there's no real meaning um, in it. I, I, I suppose it comes from Thomas, from other languages, but there's no like oh, cool. significant meaning in, in Finnish to it, to be honest. All right, cool. So let's get into it. You're a guy who loves performance and lifestyle training, right? But I also know about you that you're a very well-traveled individual. Can you just describe the places you've been to over the years? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let's put it this way. So I, I, I left home 2001 and I left with a one-way ticket. And uh, I remember telling my mom that, uh, that uh, I'll be back in six months. So I'm just going to go to Cyprus. I was living in Finland. I, I'm just going to go to Southern Europe, to Cyprus for six months, and I'll be back. And uh, then that turned into a year. And then I went back home for a little bit. And I told my mom, like, huh, I think I, think I got to go back on the road. And then that turned into 15 years, 15, 16 years on the road wow. traveling. And actually just living in different places and working. So I wasn't just visiting a location. I was, I was living in nine different countries, places like New Zealand, um, uh, uh, Thailand, um, here in French Polynesia, where I'm residing right now. I came here a few times and, you know, Panama, Ecuador and South and Central America and a few places. So, um, and the, these particular I, I places that you're mentioning as well, they're not, they're not necessarily the ones that, you know, the safe traveler goes to, you know, if you're going to Europe, you might go to France, you might go to Spain, things like that. If you go Southern Hemisphere, yeah, you might go to New Zealand, but you didn't mention Australia then. So why, why did you, like Ecuador, like why in South America would you not go to, I don't know, Brazil or Sao Paulo or somewhere like that? But why those places? They seem very unusual. Well, to be very honest, I was always, I wasn't looking at the place as such. Um, I was more looking at, okay, what's in there? What is the culture? And really, to be very honest, like what kind of lifestyle I can have there? It was, all, it was always by the ocean or by the mountains, um, more so by the ocean. And, uh, you know, looking for the things that I needed for myself instead of stamps on my passport 
and and just sort of saying that I've been there. So I was like, what can I do there? Who are the people? What can I learn from those those countries? Especially because I was I was I wanted to live there instead of just visit. So I always kind of had a little bit of a screening before I went, if you will. And so when you went from location to location or country to country or city or uh, rural area or wherever you located, was literally lifestyle was number one rather than the job you could do. Because as you say, you were definitely looking at being there for a couple of months at least at a time. So rather than the job you were doing or maybe who was coming with you or who or what type of people were there, was it more so just the lifestyle as a, as a holistic piece? I, I mean, I have to be honest, it wasn't just that. Of course, I had to take care of the finances. I had to take care of the money piece, of course. But I would, I would, I would say it was probably 50 50. Like, like if, they, if there was a fantastic opportunity somewhere, but the country and the sort of the living circumstances weren't something that I was looking forward to, then I said no. So I was always looking like, okay, what can I do? And then what is the situation? What is the environment? And, and can I be by the ocean? Can I, can I be outdoors? Can I do my thing? Can I do me, if you will, in that in that environment as well? So that those were kind so of you must have you know some incredible stories and experiences, especially from a, <laughs> uh, your perspective of when you you grew up. I mean, can you share with us any of those? Have you any of those? What are they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that you know, I was I was always by the ocean. I was I was a diving instructor for five years. I worked in sort of super yachting industry for five cool. years, and I then I worked in hotels, so the private hotel industry for you know a number of years as well. So there's there's a you know a lot of interesting ones, but it's always you know something to do with the ocean, um, something to do with sort of um, maybe mountains. I was I was hiking up in the mountains in Patagonia by myself a few times, and you know maybe maybe not so wise things, but uh, but yeah, it was. Um, I, I think. Um, I mean, what what would I what would I just pick up as as a? I mean, I suppose I've I've got bitten by a shark a few times, and you know that's something wow. I still have both of my limbs and <laughs> both of my legs, so that's I'm still able to ride. So where were you? Where, hold on, hold on a second. Where were you bitten by the shark? Like what was part <laughs> of your, your body, and how did that? How did you? Did you recover? Like how long did it take to recover? That's not something that happens every day. Yeah, yeah, it's actually something interesting. I haven't really talked about it that much, but it just came out, I suppose. Now, uh, thanks for asking. Um, one, it was kind of like a little. They call it that. But both of them, they were called like a hit and run. So I, uh, you know, they just came and they, you know, took a little nibble from my from my ankle. But the other one was pretty serious. Oh. The other one was uh, into my hand actually, and it was 90, 90 stitches. And uh, yeah, that was uh, four hours of stitching and. That was in Galapagos Islands wow. while I was surfing. So, wow, the beautiful Galapagos Islands! Wow, that's incredible. Mm. What is uh, with regard to the Galapagos Islands, and also, and also with regard to these type of beautiful things? And I'm sure you've seen beautiful things. Like, has this changed the way you look at the the world from a geographic point of view, and also more so from the global warming aspect of things? Like, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, well, first thing that came to my mind, like 100% has changed a lot. And, and I think um, what I always like to say is like every single paradise has its shadows. And it doesn't matter where you want to go and especially where you live. Like, one, like we look at these you know, places like French Polynesia, Galapagos Islands or 
you know, Paris or whatever is your quote unquote dream destination to visit or either even to live. And we think we have this idea, this thought in our like that, that would be amazing. Then you go there and you induce yourself in the culture and you just start realizing pretty quickly, to be honest, like after, after some weeks, after definitely after a couple of months, like, okay, now it's the routine. Now it's like every single place has its lack of a better word, dark side. And then you just have to balance those sort of you know, negatives and positives and, and find what you truly want. Um, because no matter so you, how you it looks on paper. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how, how good it looks on paper, there is that dark element too. But so you have this performance enrichment and lifestyle training. What is it exactly that you do? You mentioned high performance. How do you help people? Yeah. Thanks for asking that. So, so first of all, like I was, um, I've always had a competitive background. I've always been about performance, about sports, uh, competitiveness, and so on and so forth. And now I've realized that a lot of people are, they may be running too high or running the engines too high, or either they want to, you want to like get more out of you. And then what my sort of idea is that how can we optimize into that level where you want to be? So let's say that you're running too high, like how can you sort of, scale it down just a notch that you can keep it sustainable for long term or either if you're quote unquote underperforming then what are those tools and habits and routines that then will pump up you so who dictates if i'm running too high and who dictates if i'm underperforming that's more than likely you so that's okay that's so if i come to you and i think yeah so we have this conversation yeah. and i'm saying hey look i don't know i'm you know i'm attaining my goals and work. I'm, I'm hitting my numbers with regard to what the boss says. But you know what? Come three o'clock and kind of looking out the window, I'm wondering like, what's life all about? Like, what would you do with a guy like that? Yeah, fantastic. So I have, I have like a, a framework. I call it the three Ps. So I, um, I look at its potential, purpose, and passion. So from there, for example, what do you mean? Sort of was, was the, the, the the section of purpose, like a lot of people, especially in our 40s, sort of going up to 40s, we start looking at like, hey, I've been performing, I've been doing all these things. But what does it mean? Like, what's the meaning of it all? Like, I want to find a, a deeper purpose of it. So then that's where we're going to dive into. Maybe that's not so much about the actual physical performance side of things, but it's more about like, what is the meaning of it? Like, what, how can we how can we deepen our understanding of, of the purpose that we are here? If it's with the family, if it's personal things, or even what is the true contribution with the work that we're doing? So that, that's more of a deeper inquiry, if you will. Those are the deeper conversations and sort of deeper aspects of it. And then obviously yeah. potential is more sort of mind body connection. How can we get more out of ourselves? That's the performance side. And then there's the passion, which is the third one, which is more of like, what, what does your heart really? Uh, desire what is the what is the fuel what is the fire that you can light up every single morning so those are the kind of three okay. big big pieces that i'm looking at and the interesting thing about your particular story as well looking back over the years all these crazy things i'm sure that you've done and uh, got away from sharks which we're happy and uh, now that you're here now that you're kind of using what you've learned through your lifestyle in this performance and lifestyle training is that you kind of did things a little bit backward, didn't you? You took an opportunity though, which a lot of men probably shut the door on or people around them, maybe their family or whatever else, 
have said, hey, you're too old. You can't have children. So you didn't have a child until your 40s. Tell us all about that. Like, how did that come about? Well, we know how it came about. <laughs> how, <laughs> how, like, was, you know, how has that enriched your life or has it? Oh, 100%. Um, so as you mentioned first, is I, I've done things a little backwards. So I've, I haven't actually worked in the office, office environment probably ever, actually, to be honest. Um, until now, it's my own office here at the house. But, uh, but yeah, I traveled. I, I did my traveling first, and now I'm in a space that I'm I'm happy. I, I'm I'm comfortable with the travels that I've done. So I have that. I don't have that longing desire to go anywhere outside. And now it's more of like being here, building family, and so on and so forth. And uh, as you mentioned, so you know, the, the first child came up. You know, when I was in my early 40s, that's a few years ago, actually. And uh, as I grew up without the father, it was, it was, I think one of that was probably one of the things that pulled me back quite a lot. Um, and also my own desire to do things and travel and kind of live my life for myself first. Then I'm able to like, now I have maybe the experience, the wisdom to, to showcase that to, to my son as well. So I'm, 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 I'm in a very sort of. So talk to us lastly then about the, talk to us. Lastly, two more about this mind-body connection because I think some people won't be a little bit too aware of what this is. Like, what is this mind-body connection for you? Yeah, so so for me, the the mind-body, I, I would also add a um, uh, let's call it soul or let's call it spirit. So the mind mind connects to the body, right? That that's kind of the head and the head and the body. But then there's also that the heart connection in the middle, which is which is for me that's the passion. But um, but mind body, it's more to me. What how I understand is 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 that potential of performance, right? And then there's that deeper aspect of purpose as well. Um, so those are I, I deepen that mind body connection quite a lot. But um, but for sure, it's 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 how how your thoughts affect affect your um your ability to show up every single day, and vice versa. And and then how. When you go out and let's go for early morning run, for example, how then that activates your brain and, you know, how you start feeling more focused and energized from the outside in, if you will, from the body that feeds back into yeah. your brain. So, and vice versa. So what, what have you learned from the people that come seeking your coaching then? What is the one thing or the se several things maybe, but what are the, the basic things that they need and such? What are the big problems that are there? Well, I mean, just from the, the last, you know, few few clients that I have, it's it's actually the, the the purpose. That's that's one of the bigger things um, that we were we were tackling on with my with my previous client. Um, and also, right now is the procrastination, a lot of the overwhelm overwhelm of the opportunities that are out there. I think that's that's an interesting one right now. That you know, there's so much opportunity out there that it overwhelms a lot of people, which then you know, I think from that people start having these fears and looking over the shoulder or they're looking at other people, what they're doing. And, you know, I should be there and, and I'm not very comfortable where I'm at right now. So those kind of procrastinations and fears and how to overcome those through mindset, through actions and, and through habitual behaviors. So, yeah. I, I, I'm listening to your words and I'm thinking of the old, um, catchphrase from nike which is just do it mm. <laughs> i mean do you ever feel hey i need to just kind of push that person to do it i know that if they go and travel or i know if they just grasp that opportunity that's there like 
how do you deal yeah. with that? Yeah, hundred percent. I think I think there's luck can be said about that. There's definitely multiple cases where that works a lot. Just do it. Like just get out there and you know, write the book. You know, start the course. Uh, you know, go to the gym, buy the membership, what have you. But I, I'm also very aware of the fact that in some point, wherever that is, like we have to address these deeper underlying causes, if it's, if it's beliefs, if it's fears, what have you. But to get out of the door, I think that works really, really well to get you out there, get you out in the field of play, if you will. Um, that's from Todd Herman, one of my sort of online mentors that I follow a lot, but, um, in, like to get you out onto the to the to the to the action, that's where it works. But then, whenever you're in a good space, whenever you have, let's say, coaching sessions or your mentor, or your friends, you absolutely have to find those those deeper issues as well, or deeper challenges, opportunities, what have you. And then, because that's where the true truth of life for me is, when when you start understanding what is what is the fulfillment. Because if you just do it and you just you know go through the emotions and just tackle forward. You know, in some point you hit the wall and it's like, okay, what does it all mean? And, uh, and I okay. think that's where the, the problem sometimes comes with that. Well, before we hit the wall, we're going to say thank you. Thank you so much, Tumo. And Tumo, when he's not in his man cave, he's going to be out there helping mm -hmm. you. And you can get in touch with him on tumocoaching.com. That's T-U-O-M-O coaching.com. Thank you so much, Tumo. And we look forward to perhaps hearing from you again. And maybe you won't be bitten by anybody next time. All right. <laughs> We're going to be back after this break of Midlife Opportunity. That show, you can get in touch with me at Connor, C-O-N, or at .connor.com if you have any stories, if you have any suggestions. If you have anything at all that you're wondering about, you need some support, reach out. See these great people like Tuomo that I'm connected to. And we can connect you with your midlife opportunity. But until that, take the opportunity to come back after this break. This is what too much sounds like. This is what stress feels like. And this is what help feels like. If you've lost a job, worry about your next meal, or have trouble making it through the day, we can help. Text STRESS to 211-211 to find a solution. Back to midlifeopportunity.show. That's where you can see us, all the previous shows, all the ones coming soon. A couple of weeks on ngbn.tv also check out that website because there's great shows across the board for men's personal development if you're a man in your 40s 50s and 60s or if by the way you're watching this and you're wondering hey i gotta push people onto this well then do we're building this community we're helping you help yourself empowering you on this show right here midlife opportunity that show to show up in your life and say hey this is it. This is my time. You know, I'm alive. I can do this. We've had a great guests on these shows. And we've had just a fantastic guest for high performance, lifestyle management, and training. And that was Tuomo, French Polynesian. 
a dark attic. One of the things he said in that dark attic was that all of these kind of places of paradise are beautiful. You know, you see them on the map, you Google them, you see them, you dream about them, you go, wow, I, I need to go that far off land. Maybe you've seen it in a movie or in a documentary. That's why when he spoke about the Galapagos Islands, I was like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Because if you look up the Galapagos Islands, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world, but seems to be abused with regard to what's going on in the world and how us as human beings are dealing with things in the world. And you can see all the different species that's spe species that are there and that are actually you know, dying and not being able to survive. And so it makes me wonder, and made me wonder during Tuomo's interview there, how can we do things better? And that's the thing about Tuomon is coaching. He's talking about performing at a higher level. He mentioned the mind-body connection. He mentioned that quite often there is that well, procrastination that's going on. Well, let me tell you, my friend, you're 40 plus, you're 50 plus, you're 60 plus. Why wait any longer? Everything is there. And Tuomo touched on it as well for you to just do it, write the book. Lose the weight. All the expertise is there. Whatever you need to do to take that opportunity. You can do everything that you feel you want to do. You might not have the skills right now. You might not have the opportunity or the money, let's face it. But get in touch with me at Connor. You know, I know. It's my website. C-O-N-O-R. I've got three emails in the past two days with C-O-N-N-O-R. So C-O-N-O-R, it'll bounce back otherwise. Connor at DocConnor.com or MidlifeOpportunity.show on NGBN.TV. We are here for your opportunity in life, your personal development. For you to get up off that sofa, get up off that couch, to get out and to say, hey, I want to do this. I'm going to do it now. And you know what? So what if you fail? Nobody cares. I'd love to hear of your failures. Do you think Tomo has not failed? Of course he has. He was bitten by a shark twice. Bit by a shark twice. And he just told me off air there that, you know what? He's never said that live before. And so you're the first ones to hear that from this great coach, Tomo. You can get in contact with him at tuomocoaching.com. But until next time, make sure you come back. Get in touch with me at all the addresses and on my social media. You can get me on Twitter. You can get me on Facebook. You can get me on TikTok, YouTube. You name it, Clubhouse, and so on. But take your opportunity. Learn from what you've heard today and know that right now is the time of your life. Until next time, make sure you take the midlife opportunity. Thanks for watching. And as we say here in Ireland, slong, bye-bye.